Hey everyone, this is CG Hawk, joined by DG Bull. We're doing a bonus episode because there's been so much soccer slash football coverage this week. So we're going to cover the Atlanta United versus Cincinnati FC match first. Then once we finish recapping, the game was very boring. But once we finish our short recap on it, we'll discuss Chicago Red Stars matches and also we might discuss the shocking nwsl upset from today which we don't want to spoil until later so let's so let's get into it right now atlanta united cincinnati fc recap more of a summary per se That match was better. Yeah, this time going forward for now, ESPN. And same place, of course, at the Wide World for Sports Talk Box. So, 9 a.m. game for them. So, that might have something to do with it. Yeah, the commentators mentioned that most of all the games have started at 9 a.m. so far. The first half, both teams would look really bad, really slow, really sluggish. Like, they were like exhausted and then the second half they'd start to play a little bit better. Yeah, I think it's more awake at night. Yeah, so the women's league they have the advantage of having games in the afternoon. So they basically yeah. they start at noon. So that's good on them to to do that over having morning games to avoid fatigue and all that can cause players. So the first main action took place in the 12th minute when Irishman Jake Mulraney of Land United was given a yell card, which was warranted. And then we skip ahead 12 more minutes to the 26th minute, so 14 minutes. And Jake Mulraney got another yell card, which was also even more warranted than the first one. And since he has two yell cards, that means red card. So... Mulraney got a red card, immediately grabbed and taken out of the match. See ya, next game's gone. And that meant that Atlanta United now only has 10 men on the pitch. And that was not looking good for them, that he was gone. So now they only have 10 men. They were playing poor before he got taken out, but without him, it's stuff started to look bad. So one reason to counteract that was in the 35th minute, to get some more offense, they subbed in Edgar Castillo and took out Adam John. He was gone. He sucked, so see ya. Then, skip ahead. Oh, yell card by Ezekiel Barco. That one, I don't really remember as much. Then, 48th minute. No, let's see. Trying to skip ahead to the action. Here we go. Finally, the best action took place in the 76th minute. Game was almost over. When Cincinnati FC had looked horrible the whole match, both teams looked really bad. Up until this point, Atlanta United only had pretty much two great opportunities to score, and both didn't happen. So Cincinnati FC, this I think this was their first real opportunity the whole game. And the young guy, Frankie Amaya, playing one of his first big games, brand new to Cincinnati FC club, had a beautiful, beautiful shot from farther out. Got past the goalie and gave Cincinnati FC the 1 0 lead, which they did not relinquish. So they won the match 1 0. The 19 year old, the top selection in the yeah. 19 MLS Super Draft, really stepped up with that beautiful game point. Yeah, assisted by Ragaton. He almost got it, but I don't. There's no way he's gonna get it because it was too high for him. And he was in the middle of the of the goal, so he had to basically move to his left to get it, and he couldn't get it. Yeah, the best save that you know, took a bit for Cincinnati to 
sharing a turn with Incan until the 60th minute. So. That's right. So, I remember when it happened. I was like, wow. That, they said it was like the first one in the whole game. I was like, I guess that's true. Yeah. He was outside, so I agreed. Warranted. And once the goal happened, seven six minute, nothing really took place. Some substitutions on both sides, some yellow cards, and neither team, neither team from Fred in the extra time. Neither one really had an opportunity. And then probably the last play of the game, JJ Williams of Atlanta United was given a red card, so he was immediately taken out of the game. Was gone, so. Atlanta United now only had nine men, but the game was pr- basically over besides like a few ticking seconds, so it didn't really affect anything. How accurate is that? They had 11 minutes of stoppage time. That's unbelievable. It was really long. That That is accurate. I just wonder why well, other leagues don't add on more. It, <laughs> it was, like yeah. It was given because, like, the yellow card and red card by Mulraney. Uh, and, like, the yellow card. There's a lot of yellow cards in this game. And a final like comments on the match, the commentators mentioned they were curious to see how P- Pity Martinez is probably the best player they have right now, how he would lead the team. And so far in two matches, they have not scored a single goal. That's not all Pity Martinez's fault, partly his fault, but he's more of a assist man in my opinion. He looks like he's a really good passer. He's a lot, a lot of passing. And the people he passes to can't finish or don't get... The, don't get a good touch so even though he's making good passes they're not being capitalized on so nothing's gonna happen and he's he's dangerous i think but he's not like the most dangerous man on the field so like with joseph martinez who got hurt he was like the most dangerous man on the field so he could help set up penny martinez but penny martinez is struggling along with the whole team's very struggling I think they're going to get um, eliminated next game because they have zero points. And Columbus crew, they looked really good so far. They're they're in first with six. Then the Red Bull have three. Cincinnati three. And then zero for Atlanta. And if Atlanta has a good match against the crew, they conceivably could pass Cincinnati FC because Cincinnati FC has a bad goal differential. So even if they both finished with three... Atlanta United might be able to escape past them, but they'd still be inferred, and I don't think they would have enough. Granted, um, I learned that the, all the teams that are number one and two in each division automatically make it to the knockout round, but also four teams and the best four place teams. So, like, the best teams that are inferred make it too. So, like, the best four. So, if I don't think Atlanta, that would be them, but in, hypothetically, they could. Make it to the knockaround, but I don't think so. As they're in danger without Jose Martinez, yep. with not helping with the red cards that were issued as Jake Mulraney, 26 minutes, as well as JJ Williams at the 
101 extra time. That's 90 plus 11 minute mark. So, and recap on goals, Frankie Amaya, 76 minute. And that was it. <laughs> it for Cincinnati, who, which this makes this their first win. Yep. Under their new coach, new uh, head coach, uh, Jeff Stop his era while United are in trouble of course during this uh, almost stacked tournament Cincinnati beat nine men the ninth man after uh, you know Atlanta after behind uh, Amaya Malaga scored Lasso in the 6-7-6 of course leaving them at the bottom of group E with zero points from two games so I mean so far you know No, not yet. Alluded to just yet, though. Uh, they might as well be. The start they had in mind, the I think, I think they're in a bad spot, especially even because they have zero points, which is bad enough. But I think they're in a bad spot because the last game they play is against Columbus, who've looked like unstoppable. So I don't think that Columbus is going to lose to them. So I think if they had to face Cincinnati FC last, or maybe the New York Red Bull last, maybe they, I would say. They could get some free points because they need to get free points. So if they draw or lose, they're automatically eliminated. So they have to win against Columbus, and I just don't see that happening. And they also have to, um, they basically have to not allow that many goals and score a number of goals because their goal differential is minus two, and Cincinnati's is minus three, so it's pretty hard. Oh, and the Red Bull minus one. Yeah, yeah, as I'm chopping up right here, uh, in the throat. <laughs> oh, that's right. The big, pic- the big picture, as our MLS United uh, question is, are MLS United on their way on their way out of the MLS Stack tournament? I'll say yes. So, And if you're curious, so far three teams have advanced to knockout stages, which is Orlando, Philadelphia Union, and Columbus Crew. All three have advanced, so they're all safely to the next round. And you're wondering what exactly uh, Martinez, Jose Martinez, is the superstar forwards injury is. Uh, So, yeah, being out for the foreseeable future, he's So that and next and next up we have yep. Atlanta's upcoming matchup that is uh, which we'll uh, check out on Tuesday, yeah. July twenty first. Yeah, Columbus Crew. Versus Columbus Crew Soccer Club. And Cincinnati will be playing New York Red Bulls. Right. The Focus Network and as well as ESN in Canada, of course. And then the Cincinnati game uh, versus the Red Bulls, one of the now is on ESPN as well as ESPN Deportes. So that wraps up our coverage of Lancer United Cincinnati FC match. Stay tuned for our recap of the Chicago Red Stars and also a shocking explosive upset that Ben and I did not see coming. Well, maybe he did, but I did not see coming. And thanks so so far. And 
for episode 33, we have another soccer recap that we're going to do, which is on West Ham versus Watford, and talk about the uh, implications for that. So that'll be episode 33, so the one after this. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, let us know um, on Twitter, any of our social platforms. Sure. Or I don't think so. That's Smoke single. Hey everyone, CG Hawk, DG Benny Bull. We are going to cover the Chicago Red Stars. This is our final segment of the bonus episode. We finished talking about Atlanta United, Cincinnati FC. Now we're going to talk about the Chicago Red Stars versus DG Benny Bull. Clarified to me that we had made a grave mistake in coverage, so we're covering the Red Stars versus Courage. Then we're covering the Red Stars versus Utah Royals. We had made a mistake because based on dates, I thought we had covered one, which we had it, but now we'll start coverage. So. I can, yeah, I can, I can do the Red Stars if you want. Yeah. So the Red Stars, your Chicago Red Stars. Lineup, goalkeeper, Alyssa Nair, who is one of the best goalies in the world. The world. Wait, I have to say that. Especially because I must admit, I watched the... Chicago Red Stars, Utah Royals game 
on Sunday, and that was basically the first whole entire NWSL match I have watched, and she looked excellent. So this match, she was also excellent. So Alyssa Nair, goalkeeper. Casey Short, defender. Gordon, defender. Alyssa Ertz. Or, I mean, Julie Ertz. Defender. Defender, St. George. Uh, Go- Gororaski. Yeah. Cole Hippo. G. Bernardo. Brian. Forwards. Watt. How do you say that one? So this one, uh, this is Nagasato. Nagasato. And finally, Hill. Yeah, Rachel Hill. She came straight from the Atlanta Pride as we uh, covered before. Uh, transactions have occurred uh, this early this year. So, so far, she hasn't been uh, that much of a difference maker, though. I'm looking forward to seeing how she is uh, against this new uh, club. So, Stars have a 4 3 3 formation as you can tell right here. Uh, so, yeah, let's switch up right here. They're trying to figure it out. I did listen to the press conference that Coach James, uh, Rory James, was, uh, was run over. Uh, he just said that, you know, they're, they're trying out some different formations, you know, trying to get, uh, trying to figure out their starting 11. So, uh, this was your starting 11, though. Uh, they're trying to, especially, See how new talent can, you know, how they come in and kind of, you know, see how they are, and so we could determine the the best starting eleven. So that's what we are doing right now, and of course we have plenty of subs right here, and uh, you know, to name a few, we had uh, Michelle Vasconcelos. Right there, and she goes super high, you know, 
Keep, keep in mind, she's a she's a defender, so this would have been awesome if she got on a goal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the sake of this matchup, she is this time a defender. So oh, she's not always? I'm glad that uh, Yuki, she uh, got back to the, to the forward position as she rightfully deserves. That's what she is. So. Mm-hmm. Are we now in the 81st minute, or is there stuff before that? Oh, right. This was the defining moment of the match. 81st minute. The Courage, Red Stars, locked in, heated battle. This point is looking like a draw was very possible. A nil-nil draw, very possible. But 81st minute, uh, Jaylene Daniels of the Courage showed big courage when she lofted the ball into the center of the box, finding Abby Urseg who heads the ball off the top of the bar and into the net, take a late North Carolina lead, 1-0 lead, and the Courage are probably one of the best teams in all of the NWSL, so the chances of them reinclishing the 1-0 lead were very slim, and that proved true when they managed to fight off the Red Stars' final chances and took their W. And now we reach the next match we're going to recap. 
also red yeah. stars red stars oh yeah we have some notes right here i wanted to mention oh. about uh about Nair recording four saves and a punch in the, the 11th inning and captains was one of their uh, i believe this was their first early matchup the holding study during the game and uh nc bridge recording 15 player shots stability in central defense as as usual and recording team high tackles answers with six each a block two interceptions
final thoughts on the on the matchup? No, not really. The Red Stars tried hard, almost won. The courage was too much. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been worse though, you know. Well sure. It could be worse though. Yeah, this this they definitely showed themselves like compared to the last year, like you know, really working on defense, you know, like that really I'm sure like really ate them from not being able to um, you know, conquer in the way like uh, just allowing goals Always has you know some strong midfield, the uh, you know in every department they are. So here we are. We're taken to the second match up here, and this was on Sunday. Took place on Sunday, July twelfth. This is a nine p.m. game, and so I got to catch all the action in its entirety. So yeah, really, really exciting, and I'll say like, overall another good game. And here we have here once again your lineups, which are very different compared to the last one, as we have here our Red Stars with a four-one-four-one formation, as we have GK Mayor. Still, still there. And for defense, we have Gordon Ertz Davidson. I'm about to say his backs short. And for midfield, we have Rodrigo, Brian, DiBernardo. And for the change here, minor, we have uh, basically one new uh, players this returning from the disposition uh, which he uh, really is but so for forward we have Ricasco Hill and Watt and on to the Utah Royals uh, I'll do this one yeah we'll have a, yeah. so in goal Abby Smith who was excellent in this match defense Corsi Johns, Dolter, Leach, Bowen, Lytle, Diallo, Nolf, oh, these midfielders, uh, forward, Weber, Ship, and Ratcliffe. Those in lineup for. I mean, I can do it again. I didn't skip any, but. Though Mayor dove 
Now we've reached the big yeah. key moment yeah. of the match. That's right. And That's right. The, the this was the penultimate mat, like moment, the moment where Didi Vanable probably screamed and fell off the couch. I meant I, I did, like get surprised because I didn't know how it was gonna go. See. But basically, Savannah. I, I, Actually, I wasn't. I was not on a couch. Oh. I was in the. I was in the, the PC chair. So me being on the, my my notebook PC, I'm, I'm 
Well, that's okay. For that sake, I uh, didn't fall off the <laughs> I did scream out. I did with excitement during this, what happened here. So, take it away, CJ. So, finally, the Chicago Red Stars get on the board when Savannah McCaskill whips across that connects to Casey Short, who played excellent. In defense and offense during the whole match, Casey yeah, Short looked very good. And so that she heads the ball into the back of the net for the clutch game winning, game sealing goal. Red Star celebrated. Casey Short was going crazy. Everyone was excited. I was excited. And for a performance, yeah. she was also named Woman of the Match, also. Yeah, it was a good pass. This was saving grace, you know. Definitely the goal like goals like this, you know, they don't happen like every every game. Like no. you gotta be in the perfect perfect place at the perfect time to be able to create those offensive um, opportunities. So with that short picking advantage here and being uh herself again. I gotta say that Chicago has the best goal celebrations out of uh, all the other clubs here. So, yeah, that, that was definitely exciting. And yeah, I gotta mention that I was part of the the Google Meet, the secret VR Google, Google Meet during this matchup. The, uh, the Google Meet watch party, which had ESPN's ESPN reporter and uh, also fellow podcaster Sarah Spain. Yeah, yes, you heard that right. The Sarah Spain was in the call, so I was able to kind of chat a few minutes uh, during this during this game and be able to kind of uh, kind of break down like how the announcing went for for this one. As it is kind of dull at times, so yeah, I kind of called out the what's his name, uh, I believe Jeff or not the now announcer, like for just giving a brief mention of uh, Sarah Spain. So, like, it was, I was saying that it wasn't genuine, though, like, uh, I guess not so enthusiastic as he didn't sound, so uh, uh, Spain. Kind of saying like, oh, that's probably not the case. It's just that you know, that's the way they are. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool to be able to be in that uh, that Google Meet uh, and having uh, someone uh, from ESPN be a part of it. So yeah, every single moment uh, was just right there, and uh, fans in there were awesome. Uh, got to chat with them at the same time and. There's points where we start making noise during the meet, and so that they show our reactions on the the prom on the on the board. So that was nice to be able to be uh, having the opportunity to be featured on the big screen. So almost as if you were there. And final, so. two final like comments I want to make. Uh, Casey Short on defense, she added three interceptions. 12 possessions gained, a block, and a tackle, which helped greatly on defense. That's been the Red Stars' strength so far in this NWSL Challenge Cup. And also, we like to talk about charity and charitable acts. Sarah Gordon announced across her social channels that for every pass, she would donate $5 to get your mind right shy as part of the Pass It On TRS Challenge. For 31 passes, Gordon will be donating 155 bucks to the Mental Health Initiative, which is a good cause. Yeah, that's very, uh, very reasonable amount and a very generous amount uh, in terms of for this tournament. You know, something that no club has to do, no player has to do. Though this is all part of you know 
the movement and especially creating awareness of, uh, of mental health and it's a really good initiative to be a part of and so so yeah Gordon you know being the leader on that I believe uh, yeah I did get a chance to to hear during the interview the lyrics to the post game and mentioned how specifically with Gordon as well as Short, you know, pitching uh, different ideas to the club and making this possible, you know, especially through them and Julie is a big part of voicing uh, being for this initiative. So, so good on them for doing this and it continues throughout the rest of this interview. So I'm glad to say that. And with this, Savannah And some new, some upcoming moments. The Chicago Red Stars will take on the OO Reign tomorrow, July 18th, on one of the nighttime matchups. So, Red Stars, OO Reign, the six seed Red Stars, third seed Reign, and the Reign play. That is actually, oh, I thought it was Saturday. No. Let me double check. I swear it was Saturday. No, I mean, Maybe they switched it, I guess, but. Mm-hmm. Weird. Let me, let me double check here. I thought it was Saturday. I, I've been hearing two different things too, so. Yeah. I've been hearing Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. 9 p.m. on CVS All Access. And I apologize, but I gotta go, so we're gonna have to wrap it up in a few seconds, or a minute or so. Welcome back to the Bull and Hawk Sports Show. DJ Benny the Bull here to preview the next match for the Chicago Red Stars, which takes place later on today as recording this very late. And it will be the main event of the Challenge Cup July 18th at 9 p.m against the OL Reign quarterfinal round knockout phase happening now and previous result of course we have Casey Short scoring for the game winning goal at the 85th minute defeating the Royals 
and up until this point the world was played earlier on and what a tournament that has been Chicago scratching clawing their way to as of now being the sixth seed tied with sky blue and as they as rain they were facing the thorns fc to a scoreless draw in the previous game on monday and with five points the rain finished third in the challenge cup preliminary round standings and some key points here with acquisitions uh with the rebranded OL Rain team, several changes made in management due to them being under new ownership, being acquired by OL Grouping, which prompted the change. So now OL is the new prefix to their club, and yet they're still based in Tacoma, Washington. So with this, this led to the departure of now. U.S. Women's National Team leader uh, Vlatko and Danofsky being 2019 NWSL Coach of the Year and and being appointing appointing former PSG coach uh, head coach that is a sponsor uh, Farid Benstidi the club third head coach in the offseason and during this period, it's been busy in the trade market. Transactions being made by the rain as they acquired the rights to new players like Julia Ashley from Sky Blue FC, Danny Weatherholt from Orlando Pride, and Amber Brooks, along with former Red Star Sofia Huerta from Houston Dash. And during the draft, we've had Rain select Kelsey Hedge with third, eighth overall pick, followed by Sam Hyatt and Meg Brandt with as uh, 33rd and 34th picks. They also signed international Costa Rican star Shirley Cruz as well as Japanese international Yuka Momiki, Adrian Jordan from England's WSL League as well as defender Alana Cook via loan from PSG. And briefly, we have some storylines going into the matchup as for playoff pedigree. So Saturday's matchup will be the first time that these two teams face off against one another via KO. Despite being mainstays in past both seasons, making the playoffs every time, basically. Rain, they've played playoffs four previous times, including back-to-back championship appearances in 2014 through 2015. In the semifinals the last two seasons, 18 and 19, as well as uh, being the league's third highest amount of team playoff appearances while the Red Stars, prior to this year, they appeared in playoffs five times. And mind you, this is five straight times, five straight Years, seasons, being in the league, appearing in playoffs, being the league's second highest playoff appearances in that realm. Chicago's playoff appearances have come consecutively in each of the last five seasons, including the first appearance in the NWSL Championship last season. I'll never forget that. Next, we have the late game mentality and of course red stars have been known as well as the rain being uh the type that can come at you out of nowhere and score that goal to do what they do to win and so they both earned respective victories during the preliminary round most recently with late goal games and both coming from headers ironically to secure the wins against the same opponents and the rain earned their first challenge cup win in the third preliminary match against Royals FC 
on July the 8th after defending 2019 Rookie of the Year Bethany Balser scored 37 seconds at the stoppage time in the second half from a Yuka Mamiki new player. Her cross gave her that. As for the Red Stars, 1-0 victory against Utah, which happened in the same fashion. Again, 85th minute. Already discussed that. Casey Short being woman of the match. With the game being scoreless, Savannah McCaskill assisted with that header. And that provided the late heroics for Chicago. And before we've not had to get into this, though, another thing going into this as the campaign continues is the hashtag pass it on CRS, which in short is a campaign that's going on that defender Sarah Gordon promises to pledge to donate $5 for every one of her completed passes during starting with last Sunday's game to get your mind right, shy. And CHI capital, that stands for, that is uh, short for Chicago, being a mental health initiative by Healthy Hood Chicago. And so, just donations by made by several teammates, coaches, front office staff members, and fans. It was announced Wednesday that the total of $15,700 was donated to the uh, mental health program following last Sunday's game. So props to the Red Stars for continuing the fight for mental health awareness and to change everyone's perception of mental health and really being mm-hmm. contribute contributing directly to a good cause like that, uh, just doing good things for the city. Uh, while they're out there in Utah, in Harriman, Utah, in the NWSL bubble. So, finally, we have here the last story, the fact that Young Guns are present as Saturday night. It features two rosters, notable names from Class of 2019, uh, Rain comes into the matchup with reigning Rookie of the Year, Bowser, as we just mentioned. And she, via the uh, Rain, they sign with a supplemental contract following the conclusion of the 2019 draft. While the Red Stars have a roster with last season's top overall pick, which I'm sure everyone knows by now, Tierna Davidson, who made her return last game having limited minutes, yet getting her feet wet, as Coach Dames mentioned in a post-match interview. So we'll see where she is for this game. Excited to see her. And along with fellow defenders, uh, new draftees slash uh, veterans and, you know, what I mean... (laughs) Veterans in the college game, though, for as far as uh, being signed since last year, you know, in their first uh, or second year, sophomore year. Um, yeah, we have from the draft, Bianca St. George's 20, 20th overall pick this year, as well as Kayla Sharples, who was part of the roster last year, though haven't, haven't had the chance to start until this year, being the 26th overall pick. And we have Hannah Davidson, Hannah Davison being the 33rd overall pick. So, yeah, that that shall do it. Excited for the game tomorrow night. And I, again, will be a part of the Google Meet presented by Secret. The watch party. We might be in for a treat. There's more, uh, any surprise guests, surprise uh, let's just say participants in this. I'm excited to find out and having a chance to be featured on the Tron, on the big screen right there. That's that's really cool. 
And so, yeah, viewers, you can, fans, you can stream this game still on CBS All Access. And for you international listeners, we have it on Twitch live and in living color. I believe the the at for Twitch is at NWSL official two or official NWSL two as their second channel as uh, they have the main channel. So that second one is dedicated for fans who live all around outside of the U.S. and Canada. So yeah, so we're that does it. We're in for a good game let's hope at least Uh, my prediction is the chicago red stars of course you know ride or die for them they've definitely have done better you know still gonna be a little bit challenging with uh, them still figuring out the starting 11 though they have some work to do and i believe in them and so, yeah, everyone gets set as in the morning, 11.30, we have, by the time we listen to this, Washington Spirit face off against Sky Blue FC in the third knockout round match. So I'll be keeping my eye on that. And yeah, thanks everyone for listening to this episode and... We appreciate all the support on behalf of CJ Hawk. Signing off, DJ Benny the Bull. Take care. Stay safe. And have a good day, mates. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bonus. DJ, out.